0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Evolve You podcast. I am your host, Dr. Brian McEldery, an executive health coach, consultant, doctor of pharmacy, and entrepreneur. And within this podcast, we will be bringing you exciting episodes discussing health, business, and personal development to evolve you into the best version of yourself. So, with that being said, let's hop into this episode. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back again to yet another episode of the Evolve You podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Brian McEldery. This is a podcast where we bring you exciting guests and episodes discussing health, business, and personal development to evolve you into the best version of yourself. So I hope you guys are having an awesome, awesome week thus far, and you are here listening wherever you're going in life, and you're getting ultimate value from our podcast. So as you know, I like to bring exciting guests discussing their form of expertise in whatever space they're in. And today we have an exciting episode where I'm bringing you a good friend of mine, a fellow coach, Grant Eilertsen. He is an online sales professional coach, head coach at High Impact Coach. And I'm gonna let him tell a little bit about his story, his transition from rebranding himself into his expertise now where he is truly living out his purpose. So Grant, welcome on the podcast. Brian my man I'm so blessed to be here thanks for having me on today no problem at all so guys we we met each other via uh, online business coaching program and we connected it wasn't really a lot of talking in the program right Grant we really didn't right. no. we, we really yeah, didn't I mean, you see each other in the community right it's like hey what's going on oh nice sale
1: but that was really about it
0: exactly exactly so we connected that way guys it was just you know, I saw somebody that was a hustler. I saw somebody that was, uh, you know, grinding. a Grant, let me let me give you a little backstory. Grant is only, what, 21, right, Grant? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. I know
1: we're going to pre-frame this discussion. Now people are going to yeah. be like, oh, he don't know what he's talking about.
0: <laughs> and and if you're listening, guys, you know, just it's important to understand, you know, his tonality too. You see the authoritative voice that he has. And, you know, you would never think that he was that age. You know, that's just something that, I, that caught my eye is just how he shows up. Um, for himself, shows up for his client, shows up for his expertise in what he does, and is confident in in what he does. So um, I'm gonna let Grant tell a little bit of his story really quick, and just how he transitioned from what he used to do, maybe a little backstory, Grant, um, and then tell us what you're doing now, and how you're excelling in what you're doing.
1: Okay, okay, well, I'm not quite sure how far back you want to go. I mean, we <laughs> We could talk about how as a 10 year old, drawing pictures, running them through a photocopier for 10 cents a piece, and then selling them for a dollar each. Oh, wow. School.
0: No, that'd be a good place. That'd be a good place to start.
1: <laughs> but I mean, obviously, the entrepreneurial's blood has been in my veins for a while, right? So, oh, uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll save you guys the time because I respect mine. I respect yours. I did a lot of things throughout the years, including selling supplements uh, before actually getting into fitness coaching in the first place. So that's where our paths crossed. You know, we had a similar business, well, the same business coach, actually, in the same community, saw each other, never really talked a whole lot. Well, fast forward a little further, and I was inspired by this whole tech era to really start documenting the process versus creating, right? So I started something called The Daily G, where I would get on and really, at first, just talk about what was going on. And it eventually became a show where I would interview some freaking bad asses, including your man right here, Dr. Brian. And that was so cool because I think that was probably the first time you and I ever really had an extended conversation. And an hour later, we still have more to talk about.
0: It was awesome, right? Exactly, exactly. And you guys, everyone's had that conversation where you meet a person and you just keep discussing and you're like, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, that, that sounds like something I think about all the time. And that's where the, the combo and the we had the same mindset guys. We had the same vision and goals in whatever space we were trying to do. And we agreed on a lot of things. So that's where we connected is, it's just transitioned to that. So Grant, what, a lot of people, you know, think an entrepreneur is born, you know, from birth and, you know, I didn't have that spirit when I was younger. I was brought up in the corporate era and my parents, you know, you get the job and you do this. So I guess, what was that turning point where, you know, you transitioned from your, you know, selling supplements and what you were doing in that space to actually feeling like you could take this to the next level. You felt like you innately had something different and you should be doing more. So where, what was that like turning point where you, you know, hired your first business coach and you knew that this could be something else? Oof. Man,
1: this is, this is powerful for me because this is exactly why I do what I do now. So my big revelation didn't come from an ayahuasca experience in Peru or a near-death experience. No, it actually came in the back of my vitamin shop that I was running at the time mm. when I had the sales conversation with my now partner, Ben Gower. Mm. And wow. what I will say is that if... You are heart-centered, 100%. And you truly care and you can make a difference. Sales is service. And what he did for me was open up for the first time ever true belief in myself. And that's a gift that if you can give to someone, it changes their life in every capacity. So that was me, uh, you know, sitting back there basically... People run across objections all the time, and I was one feeding them to him, <laughs> right? I want to talk about this real quick. Yeah, We yeah. tend to get the same objections that we give, but anyway, you know, we're sitting back there and I'm going, well, I got to think about it. You know, I don't know if this is necessarily the right time. Like I've had a fitness coaching business kind of, and when I say kind of, I mean, I made like a hundred bucks in a month, <laughs> big mm-hmm. bowler, right? And so I'm floundering. But he's going, look, I believe in you. I see the potential. I know what you are capable of. And believe me, if you're even half as successful as the rest of the clients we've worked with so far, the only problem you're going to have is that we didn't start six months sooner. (laughs) And just allowing myself to finally believe for the first time that I was capable of making the difference that I wanted, not five years from now or 10 years from now or two more certifications from now, but right now it changed how every interaction I have in life went. Because if you want to change your entire life, you need to change something that you do every day. And so if you change the way that you're approaching interactions with people, everything changes. It's a beautiful thing.
0: Wow, that's definitely powerful. Um, I think that's something that we're definitely gonna lead into, guys, in how to get really, really confident and really really clear on what you want out of life and how to accept and receive those people that are truly trying to help you as grant said you know ben was one of those people that you know literally saw something in him but yet he was quote unquote selling at the same point so a lot of people are like sell i don't like to sell i don't want to sell but if you're you're serving right and as Ben was doing in that moment to Grant, he was serving him. So if you replace selling with serving, it's the same thing, right? Or you should think of it as the same thing. So let's dive into that right now, Grant. Let's dive into the, the art of selling and what you're doing now in High Impact Coach and how you are becoming an expert in that, uh, that feel, because I think it's something that if you aren't selling in your business, if you aren't able to sell your, yourself in what you want out of life, even guys, if you're listening, some of you are in, maybe you're not wanting to be an entrepreneur. Maybe you're not wanting to step out into your space, but maybe you're a healthcare professional. Maybe you are a business professional and you want to step up and move into that next space. How do you sell yourself and sell your service, sell your value to expedite that process to get you to that next level? So it's all the same thing. Right. Right. I mean, you're 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 serving in your purpose. You're giving your value and you're transitioning. You're trying to transition into that next step. And it's about that interaction. Right. So okay. tell us about what high impact coach is exactly and, and how you guys are truly helping people. And then we can kind of dive into maybe some specifics that could help some people and how they could better you know, sell themselves or sell their services or products.
1: Oh, man. Well, High Impact Coach is unlike anything else out there right now. And it is the coolest thing to see evolving because our clients right now are referring to it as the DuPont Registry. (laughs) <laughs> go look it up right this is they used to say it was the ritz carlton now we're stepping it up <laughs> you know the beauty is that it's not a guru on a mountaintop and in fact like i'm here talking to you guys today because i have a knack for sales and i've developed it i've had great mentors and i've, I've learned a lot and i want to share that with you to the best of my abilities but i'm no guru i'm not the best at anything i'm not the best at everything or anything really i'm, I'm a student yeah, so we have not just one coach, but we have multiple coaches who are all absolutely amazing at what they do. And that includes people like Chris Bolger, who's you know oh, no. a, over a decade long uh, neuroscientist, PhD yeah. does hypnosis, both therapeutically and entertainment. And so he literally teaches our clients to be more powerful coaches. High impact coach doesn't just create coaches that make more income. There's lots of programs out there that can help you make more money. Exactly. That's the only driving factor. We're not a good fit for you. And I'll say that right off the bat to save both of us a lot of time. Cause I do the enrollment conversations. <laughs> exactly. If impact, impact that you're after. Yeah. That's what we can help with, you know, and we also have other coaches like Carrie Northington, who is just a savage with creating a cult following organically. It's amazing people like that. And Brian, uh, Ben, Ben Gower, who is just ridiculous behind the scenes of some of the bigger fitness brands you guys know of, and you don't know this yet, but, oh man, it's, it's so much fun. But really today I want to talk about some actionable stuff for people. Uh, so I want to talk to you about sales calls in particular, because I know for a fact you got to get on them. Right. So, I want to talk with you about the difference between sales or the enrollment process in the coaching world versus the medical world. Cause I'm curious to see what your perspective is on this. Yeah. I think there's a lot of parallels if done right, but yeah. I think right now there's really big differences.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think something that I had to transition guys, and you guys know that, you know, transitioning out of the healthcare professional space directly into a business space, but still serving in a healthcare environment, still giving health advice, still trying to. But if I can't get to that next step into helping somebody unless I sell them or "quote unquote" serve them. So, Grant and I were talking before the official episode, and we were kind of just chatting. and And I was telling him how a lot of our co- my colleagues in the healthcare professional space, you know, think of selling. As something bad. You know, you think of that hardcore salesman, you think of, you know, pharmaceutical sales coming to your pharmacy and, you know, telling you why this uh, blood pressure medication is better than this and why you should be holding this in your pharmacy. You know, we have always innately had that bad interaction with sales professionals. And when a healthcare professional is stepping out into their own space and they are, Uh, either starting their own practice. So it could be a dentist, it could be a a medical professional, a physician, it could be a nurse practitioner, it could be a pharmacist that wants to step out and do their own, you know, their own uh, standalone pharmacy. You know, so how do you start learning the business and the art of selling yourself, your products, your services effectively? So I guess, right, that's that's definitely something that you guys address in a mindset shift. So how would you address somebody Um, that's in that space, I guess, to better sell over the phone, but also potentially sell, you know, just in person. Um, You know, so what would you guys probably say to somebody like that, that's transitioning from that, uh, that space of just, no, I want to just help everybody.
1: Yeah. So a huge thing right off the bat is, you really got to be grounded in things that you can believe in. And here's the difference. If you don't know the difference between the character ethic and the personality ethic, you got a little research to do. And so what you'll find when you go to study nowadays, online with books, videos, resources, et cetera, there's a huge focus on tips, tricks, strategies, tactics, oh, say this, and this will happen. Or here is the simple framework for X, Y, and Z. And what's really interesting about that like, is that I've gone down the roads. I've done Grant Cardone. He he seems to be the go-to, like Mm -hmm. let's point to him for sales in this industry, even though it leads to complete lack of clarity of intent, which is detrimental to a coaching business. Mm -hmm. You want to sell cars, go learn from him. Anyway. Exactly. What everyone needs to do is get principle-centered and really understand that in order to be effective in your communication, you need to seek first to understand, then to be understood. I love it. It helps to put it in different words. If you want to be interesting, work on being an interested person. And I wanted to talk about this in particular because one of the biggest things that'll help you guys on your sales calls, your enrollment calls, as I want you to start thinking about them, is to be curious. Because look, you might think you know what's going on. You might look at someone and go, oh, you're overweight, you're probably eating too much, you're not working out enough. Let's, let's fix it, right? Even if you do know what's going on, just telling them outright is not going to work. Yep. Right? A man convinced against his will is of the same opinion still. That's yep. a great one. Yeah, yep. you know, People love to buy, but they hate being sold to. But if you're curious, you really let them voice what's going on, there's going to be two things that happen. One, you're actually going to learn how to really help them gain clarity around what they're struggling with that they've never had before, and that's a gift. Because, like I said before, that was the biggest gift I've gotten. Yeah. Two, they'll feel heard, if mm-hmm. they truly are. Mm-hmm. And the beautiful thing about that is that when you feel heard, you're more inclined to trust the prescription you're given. Because you feel that you have, you feel they have all the information needed to make the diagnosis. So think about a doctor, maybe wrote you a prescription before without thoroughly understanding your situation, or hell, even someone that just sucks at Facebook ads and annoys you with irrelevant shit all day because they don't know they're targeting someone (laughs) that they don't understand. And so that's why, really, if you first just seek to understand and then for 10 minutes at the very end, you seek to be understood. The enrollment call process can be a lot simpler than people want to make it out to be.
0: Wow. That was powerful guys. I told you we were bringing you some serious, serious value and the fact that he even correlated with the diagnosis and prescription made it even better. <laughs> like I said, man, we're gonna
1: respect time here today. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, is that ringing true for you? Where do you yeah. see that show up in your biz?
0: It, it, it definitely was. Um, I think for me, you know, I started off just like anyone else, just like any other fitness or health coach or anybody that wants to help somebody transform their body. You know, you sell them on the price, you sell them on the features, you sell them on, uh, but you're not really allowing, I didn't allow myself to really get very clear on what I was truly helping them with deep down because they could have gone to anybody else and they still can go to anybody else. And I think that's, what people need to get clear on is how and what makes you different by allowing yourself to understand truly the person is reaching out to you for help. And that's something that selling out of love, serving out of love, serving from, and leading from the heart as, as we all talk about um, in the uh, coaching space. And I think that's something that I really had to learn and something that I'm doing now, because once you get that, Once you understand that, all you're doing is, and Grant can probably agree with this, is you are a sales call or in-person enrollment call or uh, over-the-phone enrollment call. We consider it as just a coaching call. We are literally showing up to help that person. Now, the investment portion of it or the monetary transaction is just an exchange to allow me to help you further. That's all that it is. So how do we get over objectively those things that you're struggling with internally to make a commitment, you know? So if, yes. if you if you are a person that in, in our audience here, guys, if you're listening, you are either, like I said, in your corporate space, you're in your job position, you're nine to five, or you're an entrepreneur that's trying to take you to the next level, or maybe you're in between and you're trying to just figure out what's going on, or maybe you're looking to invest in a coach you 're looking to a mentor to help you, and you don 't understand that that is something that you 've got to get over objectively what what do i what is my problem and am I willing to let somebody in to help me truly get to the next level or challenge me enough because Grant and I were talking about this right we were talking about <laughs> how you 've got those people in your life that are going to tell you what you want to hear and not what you need to hear,
1: mm.
0: you know? And that is, and to answer your question, Grant, I think that is something that I struggled with internally immediately when I was stepping into the space is, you know, I was trying to have the best features or I was trying to offer this differently than my competitors and, you know, maybe lower my price just a little bit to say, oh, well, he over there is charging this, you know, this is what I'm charging, you know? So they, see, they seem like they're getting a better deal but that is something that is getting away from a problem to a solution, right? Now you're stuck on a price and you're, you're dibbling and dabbling. It's like a car deal, right? You know, you're, you're, <laughs> you're dibbling and dabbling on price when you're getting away from the true purpose of the enrollment call is to solve a problem. And once you can get and overcome those pain points, and get to those pain points and you as a coach and you as a consumer, or a potential client, um, or vice versa, you guys come to an agreement, then you guys just become best friends and there's an exchange and you move on and you get to the next level together. So that's kind of how I see it. Oh, Yeah. So I just want to bring up, <clears throat> you're talking
1: about pain points and mm. for everyone out there listening, that's not a sales professional thinking like, Oh, this is how I can leverage pain points. But you're on the consumer's end and you're like, what the fuck? Why, yeah. Why would you want me in pain? <laughs> Let me lay this out for you real quick. Okay? Yeah, yeah. We, as, as humans to do anything, we need motivation, right? Before, before we can be committed and, you know, s- just stay consistent we need to be motivated to do something in the first place. So what motivates us? Well, we got pleasure, and we got pain. And while pleasure is great, we could say, "Oh yeah, I can't wait to have this six-pack abs, and I, I'm going to look awesome on the beach." At the end of the day, evolutionarily speaking, we are wired to notice pain. Pain is more than two times a greater motivator than pleasure. As a sales professional, someone who is going to enroll other people into a better vision for their life, you need to know how to leverage pain effectively, not shame. And let me make this point extremely clear, not shame. When someone is in their shame, they will not change. And if you enable that shame, you're going to get people that seem like a great fit. They, should, they totally need to work with you. They can afford it. Why are they not doing it? not going to take action pain and shame are different see pain is something where they need to be connected to in order to take action and really what this looks like is like brian i recognize you man you are an awesome dude you got so much to give to this world what you're doing with your nutrition is killing you right now Mm -hmm. it's killing you and you're an awesome guy but something's got to change there because your kids are going to need you around my man right? And it's not shame. It's not like, look at what you've been doing to your family. You must feel terrible, right? No, that he's not going to take any action. He's going to feel terrible, of course, because you just made that happen. You projected that upon him. Exactly. And then he's not going to get the help that he needs. So neither of you win. Don't do that. That's not good for anyone. Right. Yep. So I just wanted to talk about that because guys, even if you are not a salesman and you are just trying to think like, God, how can I get myself to stay motivated, I just keep falling off. Connect yourself with your pain. And don't do this by saying, God, I'm such a lazy person. Oh, I can never stick to anything. Don't say my. That, that, it's like you're holding it like a teddy bear. Like, oh, this is my pain, like my problems. It's fucking acid you're holding. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't say my. Say, I am an amazing person. I have so much to give to this world. So why do I allow myself to fall into the pattern of not upholding my commitments? That needs to change because that is not conducive to me becoming the higher version of myself. So you can do this from both ends, as someone having an enrollment conversation and as someone who is just looking for more
0: motivation. You see the, the awkward pause there, guys? It's because I'm in stock over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: God. Hey, I'll say this real quick. Your awkward pauses are some of the most impactful things that you can use on sales calls.
0: Slight plug right there, guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's not for me. This, listen, so I, I love to listen to people's sales calls. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't watch football. I know I sound crazy. You're like, what, the fuck? what kind of guy doesn't watch sports? I listen to sales calls. It's the same thing for him. And I'm like, whoa, that was a nice play. Wow, what a, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what a change yeah. of direction. So, uh, <laughs> I listen to my mentor, Ben Gower's calls. And automated. even though he's a wordsmith, right? And he's actually mastered NLP for people like Tony Robbins, top salesman ever. Mm, yeah. Incredible. The most impactful things he does <laughs> are, are things like, hmm, really? Why is that? Ugh. Not these crazy elaborate tonal patterns and stuff, but just, oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but oh, it's, man. It's, it's definitely something that, you know, I, I experienced. Ben didn't enroll me into our business coaching program, but, you know, the, the, the business coaching program that we had definitely had some pretty good sales professionals that enrolled a lot of people very well. So, it's interesting when you're on the other side of it and you're like, did I just fall into that? But like, you know, but it's, it's a feeling that you have and and it's definitely something that once you feel that, once you internally have that inclination that this is on me, this is something that I want to improve on. This is something that I need to accept and, and know, just like Grant said that I am worth, getting to that next level. I am worth it, but why am I holding myself back? Like, what is holding me back? And am I able to be resourceful in finding a way to make it happen? Because who wants to refrain or remain in pain? No one wants that. But are you holding yourself to that? Are you holding yourself in that, that rabbit hole of pain? because you don't want to necessarily, let's get real here, put in any work to find and make it happen? Or are you just feeling like you don't want to put in any work and you don't feel like it's gonna work? You, you don't, but what, where does that come from, Grant? Like, where does that thought process, maybe that mindset come from that you've seen that someone knows it's gonna work, they know they need it, they understand that it is valuable, but yet they 're not committing, and I guess this could be something that can go on both sides. It could be on the consumer side, it could be on the sales professional side
1: yeah this this is something like I want everyone to take one hundred percent responsibility for every
0: condition in their
1: life, regardless of how good or bad and I can say this because I have quite the background, a lot of family members that have passed in inopportune times and Without going down my own story, look, look, take responsibility for everything. If you're not closing enough calls, change something about what you're doing, because you can't change anything anyone else is doing. Yeah. So to answer your question, that is one of the most frustrating things people deal with. You're like, what the hell? He can afford it. He needs it. I like him. He seemed to like me. There was a lot of energy and he didn't buy. What the heck? And so here's what happens. If somebody does not believe in themselves, they will not take action. And this will manifest in a lot of different ways. They might think, well, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I believe that I can really take five days a week to work out, or I don't know if I believe that I can track my macros, right? It's a belief in themselves in very different areas, but it all manifests in the same way. And so what someone can do and the gift you can give to your prospective clients is to acknowledge them. And there's a fine line between acknowledgement and flattery and flattery will completely do the opposite. Right. But acknowledging someone for the potential that you see in them is so powerful because people do not get appreciated or acknowledged nearly enough in this day and age. Yeah. And look, even if they don't sign up with you, if you can give them that gift, you will change their life. And so just as some background, when I go into my calls, my intention is not to close. I don't have prospects. I don't close people. I have two intentions. One is to help the person on the other end to gain clarity like they've never had in their life up to this point. Mm-hmm. Two is to get them committed to themselves, no matter what. Yeah. And whether that means they're buying or not, it doesn't matter to me. I'm, I'm detached. I'm perfectly i'm taken care of financially because Mm. i know when i put out enough into the world it comes back and you have to embrace that because when you come into these interactions from a lack mindset you project that and no one's gonna have money that you talk to (laughs) and trust me that is a terrible place to be because as you remember i said earlier you would attract the objections you give Mm. Brian, you mentioned something a little, a little bit ago, right before you asked the question of me, you were talking about people who get kind of in scared, kind of scared to invest. Mm. Like, Oh man, I don't know if this program is going to be worth it. Like, or maybe they say, oh my God, Brian, you're amazing. You are totally worth it, but it's just not the right time for me, Mm -hmm. right? You've heard that before. Oh yeah, we all have. Guys, it's not about you. It's not about Mm -hmm. you at all. It's not about Brian. Brian is fucking amazing. He could change your life and he doesn't need to. Yep. If you guys are a great fit, it's going to happen. And if not, that's okay. And that's the thing because when you talk to Brian, you're not investing in him. You're not buying his program. Oh, Brian, can I get those trainings and macros? No, you're investing in a better future for yourself. And he'll be there to walk alongside of you. But it's up to you. You got to have that vision. You got to know where you're going. You're not buying the person on the other end of the phone. Really, it's buying a solution to your problem. So as a salesperson, think about that. You're not selling yourself, really. You need to understand what their problem is, why it hurts so much, what their life would be like if it were fixed, what is in the gap between where they are now and where they want to be. And if you can help them, you owe it to them. Brian, how often do you see imposter syndrome coming up in the people that you talk with? Is it something you've ever dealt with? Because I've certainly dealt with it.
0: <laughs> oh man. So somebody that comes to me and, and it's wanting help, but they are they're in the way in themselves, in a sense. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, kinda. Okay.
1: There's a lot of different ways we could we could yeah. riff on that. But for me, imposter syndrome is really someone who like can make a difference. They have mm-hmm. the skills, they totally could, but they yeah. believe that there might be someone else out there that's better at this than me or someone more qualified who's going to do it. And so they stay on the sidelines until they are more experienced before
0: going mm-hmm. and helping. Does that make sense? The impossible. That makes, that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. I think uh, I deal with that more times than often. I think it's, it's gradually decreases. I've gotten better at what I do. I think it's gradually decreased as my my enrollment calls have gotten a lot better, um, how people see and perceive me. But I see that a lot when people are reaching out and they are um, wanting to take action, but they feel like they don't necessarily, it's always an excuse as to what they don't have to get started. You know, that could definitely be, you know, monetary, but it could definitely be time. It could definitely be I've got to talk to my my friend or I've got to talk to my spouse or I've got to talk and check my 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 balance on my account. I've got to check, you know, my bills and stuff. Guys, <laughs> if you want something, it's funny It's and it's not funny, but if you want something bad enough, and we've all done it, right? We've all figured out a way to get that materialistic item that we want. We've all figured out a way that if we had to, you know, get on a plane and go on a trip to make somebody's wedding, we're going to figure out a way to do it. You know, we're going to ask around. We're going to ask for a loan. We're going to say, hey, mom, hey, dad, can you help me for a little bit? Hey, I'll pay back. Hey, can I do this? So if Grant is asking, right, if I'm understanding, you know, I think it's something that, we're getting in the way of our own selves into not thinking that we're good enough from all of the invalid in a, the invalid excuses, in my opinion. Now, I definitely understand health issues per se. Like if there's a serious physical issue that you're dealing with that you literally can't do the things that we are prescribing to you, then I definitely understand. That. But um, it's something that I deal with very frequently, and I think you can kind of maybe put it into the objection handling um, category if you want, Granny. You can maybe expound upon that if I'm answering it correctly for you. Yeah, there's no right
1: or wrong with this, man. Yeah. So I always value your opinion. <laughs> it's funny, like, there's of course always going to be certain conditions that can physically hold someone back in life, but. Mm-hmm. Dude, Eli, Eli Wilde likes to say a lot. He's he like, I see amputees that run marathons all the time. When are you going to step up and take more responsibility? Agreed. Like at the end I of definitely the day, yeah, I've
0: Yeah, i seen people in the gym in wheelchairs, you know, I've seen problems, you know, I've seen issues, but yeah. if we're talking specifically about what I do in the health space, a lot of the times it's not about the the type of activity per se, is about doing some type of activity. It's about a mindset shift in getting yourself healthier overall. And I think that's what people miss sometimes when they're reaching out to try to transform their bodies. They don't understand the holistic approach that it takes really to make a true transformation ultimately, you know, Grant's done it before, you know, he started off in fitness coaching, you know, now as a sales professional, he started off that way. And Grant, what, it, what is something that we definitely have to address before you even get to the strategy, right? We have to get their, their belief in themselves, right? We have to understand their situation. We have to understand their lifestyle. We have to understand that there is something mentally that's holding them back from ever taking action. But you can Google everything that somebody teaches, right?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: You, you can Google all these things, but why aren't you making a transformation? There's people that watch my Instagram stories. There's people that you know, like my pictures and they, you know, you, we all give a lot of value as, as coaches, we give free value that you could probably take and do things with, but you're still not getting the results. Right. Oh, yeah. We're still getting ahead, making impact, changing our bodies, changing our lives, changing our financial situation. You're like, well, man, like why, why am I not getting where they are? I'm taking all the advice and tips and <laughs> tricks and I can't seem to get there. Yeah. So it's not the strategy it's not the no the script in 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 necessarily what grant would would call it um in his expertise not the script of reading it perfectly and doing that it's not the perfect meal plan it's not the perfect workout program it's not that so what is it
1: mm, dude this is deep like yeah. how are you are you ready for some deep stuff let's do it okay mm-hmm. Because when you're coaching some, I'll put it into fitness terms, it's really easy to visualize stuff with fitness. So what's the foundation, right? Someone comes to you, they want to lose weight. You're not going to just give them supplements right off the bat. Mm -hmm. We got to fix the nutrition and the sleep and the stress and the training. And then we can talk about supplements after the fact, right? Mm -hmm. It's a supplement. So a lot of people get this stuff mixed up. They look at what other people are doing and they want to race right to the end. They want to just copy the actions and go, well, shit, it worked for him. It's going to work for me. Oh, why is it not working? Oh my God, something's wrong with me. I've been there. Yeah, I did this in my sales career. Like before I started working with high impact coach, I was selling for some of the top BBCom guys like bodybuilding.com. And you know that I'm, I'm going to refrain from name dropping because of course. at the end of the day, it doesn't help anyone. Right. Just know that I've done sales for a while now, and it's what I'm passionate about. Mm -hmm. And so I've learned the tactics, I've gone to these seminars and all this stuff, and no, I'm not a master at NLP or anything like that, believe me, but I have a lot of techniques under my belt. And so I would run across this problem where I felt like I was doing all the (laughs) right things but then I felt drained and I didn't get great results. And so I knew there was a disconnect, but I didn't really get what it was until Ben laid out the transformational process for me. And it's very interesting. See, so what gets a lot of people is that we get so focused on doing. And look, you're not a human doing. You are a human being. Your ways of being are what can take the same committed actions with two different people and like produce wildly different results. So when you're setting goals for yourself, you got to have this big overarching vision. Like, what is it you really want to create? And that has to have an emotional tie. Emotions are how our subconscious actually keeps us engaged and moving forward towards what it is that we want. So we have to have that. And then we can set up goals. So while a vision is something like, I want to make disease optional. That's Naveen Jain. You know that guy, right? So Mm -hmm. Naveen Jain. To make yep. disease optional—that's a pretty clear, just straight up—that's a vision. Now, a goal is more like I will help two hundred million people avoid X, Y, and Z disease. Right? That's that's a number. That's that's more tangible. Now, a declaration is interesting because declaration—something that has a time frame attached to it—it's not one hundred percent in your control. It's kind of like a goal, kind of not. So, a declaration is like. By the end of 2018, I will have helped 150 people radically transform their fitness. Right? Yeah. That's a declaration. It involves other people. And on a micro level in your business, this might be like, I declare that I will have five sales interactions this week. Mm-hmm. Or I will sign five new clients. That's a declaration. Because... You could do everything great, you can commit, you can show up every day, crush it, right? But at the end of the day, it relies on someone else being interested or giving you their card. So once we've gone through our declarations, then we set up committed actions. Now your committed actions are 100% in your control. Now this is like, if your declaration is to have five sales interactions, that means you probably need to book about 10 calls, realistically, you wanna book them Uh, overestimate for all you guys out there that are not getting direct coaching. If you have guidance, look, your conversion rates could go through the roof, but I want you to be realistic about where you're at right now. So understand book 10 calls, expect five to show. And then if you are able to close a healthy percentage, you might close two out of those five. Mm -hmm. So if your declaration, then let's do this. Your declaration is to close two clients. So that means you need to be on five calls, which means you have to book 10 of them. So how do you book those 10 calls? Well, we keep going backwards in the equation, messenger process. I need to have conversations with people in order to book that. And if it takes you an hour of having conversations with people to book one call, then that means you need to have 10 hours of dedicated messenger time to book 10 calls to be on five to close two, right? So your declaration is two close clients. Your committed action is 10 hours of messenger. Now, here's the beautiful part. You can take this right now. You go take this right into your business, start messaging people for 10 hours. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck, Grant? What's wrong? Nothing happened. <laughs> yep, yep. The final piece. This is like when you build a house, right? You got all the walls painted. It's all nice, but there's no furniture inside. Where do I sit? Like, this is the way of being. You need to actually determine what way of being is going to actually allow your committed actions to really resonate and hit home. If I go into my sales interactions with the way of being of a hustler, <laughs> right? Hey, what's going on, Brian? What can I sell you today? <laughs> Come on, let's get to the pitch. Come on, we got time. We're wasting time. Let's get to it, right? or yep. Don't approach. Like, it's not the right way of being if you're going to be a coach. Yeah. So coach, they might choose their way of being on a sales interaction to be – The most powerful coach that a person has ever experienced, whether they buy or not. And that way of being will make that interaction automatically go better. It's beautiful. So work your way through the process. You don't skip steps. If you find that you're taking the right actions, but just not getting the right results, something's not working, obviously. So look at your ways of being. This was the biggest thing for me. You know, you talk to them, Hustler, I want to make things happen. But... If that's the energy you bring into your calls, you won't. So now I have no attachment. I'm here to serve hundred percent. My sales interactions are exactly the same as my coaching interactions. The only difference is I'll ask something like, hey, has this been supportive for you so far? Oh, it has, awesome. Well, would it make sense for us to have a conversation like this on a regular basis?
0: Mm-hmm. Great. Move forward. Yeah, that's powerful right there, guys. Seriously, I think. People just don't think of it like that. And I think Grant, uh, we had talked about a while back that you used to be the hard-nosed sales guy. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Grant was doing very well in our coaching program, our business coaching program, in his fitness coaching business, and he was closing deals. But I think we had talked about briefly, like it wasn't necessarily a good feeling when you brought them on and you enrolled them, it was kind of like, okay, I'm your coach now and I've got to stay firm. And, you know, it wasn't out of this loving, helping relationship where you could be really friends long-term with your clients and and you could really grow together. You know, they're helping you, you're helping them. And it just becomes just this, this beautiful, like you said, thing over time. Because I think the best, in my situation too, the best clients that I've had are still friends today that simply took action from me reaching out to genuinely help mm-hmm. you know and you roll somebody like that it's it's crazy that somebody that can go from a quote-unquote cold lead somebody that you just met that you saw that they had a problem maybe they've interacted on your stuff before and maybe you guys have gone to church together and who knows like you've known each other not for a long time though, but you develop this beautiful relationship where you guys are both excelling, you're excelling in your business, they're excelling in their personal development, in their body transformation, in their business, whatever it is, and you're like, man, you want to go to the beach together? <laughs> you know, it's just one of... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we're both winning here. And um, that's all we want for you guys is, is to win in whatever and excel and evolve into whatever that ultimate happiness and ideal place looks like for you yeah
1: you guys want to know why dr brian mckeldry is killing it right now it's because he has clarity of intent
0: yeah
1: i mentioned it before it's the alignment between your thoughts words and actions this Mm -hmm. is where most people go wrong in business right now is that they love creating content They're like, oh yeah, I want to talk about these recipes, this booty workout, and they put out amazing stuff. Yeah. And they've spent years committing themselves to becoming a fantastic health professional. They can deliver transformations. <laughs> they got it, right? They have the attract, they have the transform. But when it comes to convert, they're looking to people like Grant Cardone and they're picking up these same hardball sales tactics that I used to work with. And look, I'll tell you what, they- they're out there and they're being taught because you can close deals that way. But if you feel at the end of the day, drained, like you got a drink because like it was effort, <laughs> then there's something wrong. Your conversations with people should not be draining. If you don't mind a shameless plug, go to www.loveforsales.com and you can download our enrollment framework for free. It's something Ben put together. It's insane. Like worth <laughs> worth <laughs> more than I want to tell you. Anyway, no, look, literally, we put it out there, and we have we literally have had people email us that have never worked with us. They say, "Hey, look, I literally doubled my income with this script." And the beautiful thing is, it's not a script; it's a framework. Yeah. <sighs> but anyway, Brian does not have his foot on the brakes and the gas at the same time, and this is where people go wrong. When you don't have full clarity of intent, when you don't have that loving, giving presence and energy through your content, sales interaction, and transformation, then there's a disconnect. You have your foot on the brake and the gas at the same time. You're not going to get anywhere worthwhile. And so you got to have that full clarity of intent through your thoughts, to the words, and to the actions. I can't remember the quote. I mean, I I can't quote directly or remember the guy who said it, but... He said, your, your actions speak so loudly that I cannot hear what you say. Not a direct quote, but remember that, guys.
0: Yeah. Wow. Oh man, so I, I think we can transition, guys, and I hope you really have gotten some clear, actionable steps as to how to take, if you are on the business side, looking to transform and involve, evolve your business or you're on the consumer side and you're like, man, like what is holding me back? Or these are some things that I do feel when I want to reach out to a coach or a mentor or somebody and how to actually let them help you in some form or fashion, how to let go and how to deal with those internal battles. So Grant, what is something that you want to leave the people with? Because I feel like this is definitely been a powerful conversation already. And we will definitely plug grants uh, where you can reach him, all his social media, all of his uh, business info down below in the show notes, but uh, leave us with something, maybe one thought, maybe an actionable step that somebody could take in their business or on the consumer side um, to help them. Mm -hmm.
1: You are in charge but you are not in control and you cannot punish yourself for not being in control. Embrace being in charge because you are capable of creating anything that you want and you cannot out achieve your beliefs. So you better get that right first. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Wow. Guys. So, this has been one of my favorite episodes. This has been a genuine conversation. This has not been an interview. This has literally just been two people that have interacted, that have connected, and literally said, "Hey, like we want to bring some value to people because we feel like people need to listen, you know, hear these things." And when you're in the right intent, you know, you don't discredit anyone else in your space. You don't talk bad about people. All you know is that you are in a space of man I really feel like I have a calling here to help this individual excel in whatever they're trying to excel in and I'm going to position myself in that way to give them the best value possible and we're going to continue this interaction for it. so guys be in charge if you have any if you have any questions regarding sales regarding being a high impact coach or just a high-impact individual and you want to work with Grant, where can they find you, Grant? (laughs)
1: Let me just say (laughs) this. Right right off the bat, we're not the best fit for everyone. And in order to work with us, there is definitely an application process. Mm -hmm. That being said, if you are someone who has a vision for bigger impact in this world and you believe that you deserve to be compensated adequately, then I want to have a conversation with you because regardless of – Whether we work together or not, I can guarantee you that this will be the most powerful conversation that you ever have about your business. Wow. So you can find me at Grant Eilertson on Facebook or Instagram. That's G-R-A-N-T-E-I-L-E-R-T-S-O-N. And, you know, you're going to see some good content. We can have a chat. But what I would really encourage you guys to do as your next step is to understand this enrollment process that we were talking about. So go to love, L-O-V-E, for F-O-R, sales, S-A-L-E-S, loveforsales.com, and download the enrollment guide for free. Now, that's from Ben. That's my partner, Ben, who is incredible, who has taught me everything that I know that is worth anything and (laughs) you're gonna enjoy it other than that i mean just keep up with brian's stuff like guys recognize that i was a fitness coach for a while i've been in the health industry i do not like to see all of the crap that is constantly being peddled because most people are just frankly wrong brian he knows what's up (laughs) <laughs> definitely the guy to go to if you need any help getting your body your mind and your life on track i know it i've seen it i believe it and i will say it he's your guy thank you so
0: much man i really appreciate that you oh, so guys as always <laughs> as always thank you so much for tuning in on this episode of the evolve you podcast if you guys did enjoy this episode please give it a like uh review down below share with your friends family loved ones, uh, business partners, whoever, that you feel like could get some value from this and you feel like it can truly help. So thank you guys so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.